Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. What's going on, friends? Welcome to another episode of the You Glow Nurse Podcast with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, registered nurse, certified health and wellness coach, and here to talk to another amazing guest. Nurse Kelita is in the building. So it's going to be a wonderful conversation today, y'all. I cannot wait to bring her on and share more about her purpose planning, her purpose, and all the things that she's been learning in her nursing journey. But before we bring her on, make sure you go like, subscribe, join our community of nurses, leave me a comment on the You Glow Nurse podcast, and get in here, y'all. All right, let me bring her up, but I want to talk about um, season four. So season four has been all about purpose, redefine, restoring purpose. As nurses, there can be some uncertainty. There can be some troubling times. Maybe you experienced it in COVID or even before COVID, experiencing the burnout, the loss, the, okay, what am I doing here? How did I get here? Um, experience and it happens. But this season, I want to redirect us. I want to get us back on the purpose path, the purpose calling, the reason why we're here to help help serve and to be the best nurses and to show up in the way that, that we want to as nurses. So um, we've been talking to many guests and um, also y'all, it's, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. So uh, we are celebrating with another Latina nurse. Nurse Kelita is on. And last week, last episode, I had the opportunity to share with nurse uh, Enfermia Mami. Enfer- Enfermera Mami. There it goes. Look, I'm, I'm practicing my my roles, my R roles, y'all. I'm trying. I'm getting there. I need more practice. Um, and we were talking a lot about purpose and, you know, being first-generation Latinas. And sometimes that that burden that can be on us to succeed, to to go forward and to do the very best. Like the, it comes with a lot of pride as well to be first generation. Um, so uh, it's been, it's been a great conversation in season four. So I'm so thankful for all of you that have been joining on here with us. So make sure you like subscribe and, and leave me a comment. Let me know what's real. Have you been enjoying? What are your, your takeaways uh, on this season for y'all? Okay. So Kalita is in the building. Let me read her bio to you and and give you just a few more insights on her. And of course, we're going to bring her out. Um, All right. Nurse Kalita is a Peruvian American family nurse practitioner student who just recently graduated from the University of Southern California in August. She has been a nurse for over five years, and she's created a space on Instagram to inspire other Latinx students to pursue a nursing career by sharing motivational posts relatable nursing content, and educational posts, as well as her life in nurse practitioner school. 
So without further ado, let's bring her to the stage. Let's welcome Nurse Kelita in the building. Hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good, friend. I'm good. I'm so glad that you're here. Friend, we've been talking a little bit in the background, just getting to know each other a little bit more, hearing more about your story. And I'm excited. It's a it's a lot of things that we can talk about, but I want to start by hearing more about your background. How did you get into nursing? What brought you in? What brought you your purpose path? How does it start? How did it start? Okay. Um, so originally, if we really bring it back, I started um, my nursing career back in 2014. Yeah. I started nursing school in 2014. Um, but before that I was going to go a whole different path, a whole other different. And basically, um, I had to figure out what it was, what I truly wanted to do. And I realized that it was, again, to help people. The previous um, career I had in mind was to become a lawyer. And there was some similarities that I could tell. I just knew I didn't want to. In the end, I I realized I didn't want to do that. And I was like, well, what's going to help me still have a fulfilling career? What's another career path that would do that? And I feel like attorneys advocate for people. They help people in need. And when I really thought about it, I was like, nursing also does that. And so I switched gears and I decided to go into nursing. And it was a lot of work because I I had just finished um, my my whole degree. I I did communications first. And so I had just finished that. And that's when I decided I was going to go to nursing school instead. And at that point, there's different options. You could do an accelerated uh, nursing school program. um, But I knew that that wasn't going to be right for me. So I did a whole other um, three, a whole other like three more years. And I did it traditionally. And, and so basically, um, since then, I've just been really passionate about nursing so much so that now after I completed nursing school, then I worked for five years, I decided it was time to go back to school, which is what I've been um, sharing on my Instagram page about my whole family nurse practitioner student journey. Oh, wow. Friends, you was in a whole nother career, like a lawyer. But like you said, it still was like, it was like your core. You wanted to help people. But like, I just cannot imagine like having to make that tough decision, like to pivot. How did you get that, like that, that oomph, that strength, that grit, that determination to like, okay, I want to do something else. Cause that's scary. You know, like a lot of people, I don't know if I'd have the courage to maybe like go to nursing, to teaching. I don't, you know, so what, how did you navigate that? How did you pivot? Well, basically I just, my mom always says that 
well, when you want something, you do it. And I was like, okay, that is who I am. And she's always said that, you know, how parents notice things about you that you might not realize. And she's like, when you want something, you do it. And I said, okay. And so when I transitioned and I was like, wow, I have a whole other like three more years now of going back to school and, you know, not starting the life that I thought I was going to be starting. Um, It was hard, but I think I just took it day by day and I was like, okay, well now, you know, making it, making it exciting. I was like, okay, well now look this, they gave me my little folder that says nursing school, like the name of my nursing school. And then like, you know, going, going to orientation and then just kind of just taking in every single step. And I'm like, okay, now I'm doing, um, you know, my first clinical rotation and, and just kind of enjoying, enjoying, enjoying the road. Yeah. I hear you saying like enjoying the journey, like you said, like enjoying the road, just enjoying your process. Like it may have not been what you thought it was going to be like, but let me go the extra mile. Let me, let me do what's before me right here today, right now, and then take it the next day. And then the next day, and then here you are, like you graduated and now you're going back to school again as a nurse practitioner um, and then sharing it. So like, how important is it to share this? Like what got you the inspiration to share your journey and to represent Latina nurses? Cause right now, right. The stats are saying we're the, like our numbers in nursing, we're like at 5%, 6% of the nursing population and Latinos are growing. So we need nurses. Let me see. Of the 3 million nurses in the United States, only 5.4 of registered nurses are Latinos, according to PubMed from 2020. So how important has it been to you to share this journey, the way that you've adapted as a Latina nurse? How important is that to you? Yeah, no, it's been an incredible journey. I feel like if in social, like Instagram was, was happening back then. And if, had I known, I would have started this a long time ago. Cause I do enjoy, I follow a lot of nursing, um, like nursing pages too. And just to see them like go through the whole thing, it, you know, I went through it myself. So I'm just like, Oh, now they're doing this. Oh, now they're doing like this test. They're doing their little simulations with a mannequin and the mannequins are getting more and more intricate. And I'm just like, wow, it really looks like a, a real person now. And they make them do a lot more things than they did back then. Or at least oh, yeah. what my school had to offer us as a mannequin, because I know they're so expensive. Um, but it's been really important. So because I because I did realize that there's not that many of us um, nurses and then even less uh, for nurse practitioners. And so I decided and it was it was about maybe a couple months into um, FMP school that I decided, okay, I kind of want to, I want to do this, but I don't know really where to start. Um, And I ended up, I had another classmate actually who had just started her page and I was like, okay, I mean, she's doing it too. And she gave me resources and she helped me figure out like, what am I supposed to do and how important it is to get our message out. And so I feel like now that I've been at this for almost a year, because I started in October, my Instagram page, I just realized how important it is because I can see 
like that there are, are others like us and then others who are just starting their nursing journey. And then they actually also want to become a family nurse practitioner or acute care nurse practitioner. And so I see that there is a lot of value in sharing even my story. Cause at first, you know, sometimes you wonder like, do people want to know mm-hmm. this story? Like, or am I just posting into the void and no one's going to see it? And I feel like it is important. It's important. And if it just helps, you know, like one other person. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. And you know, social media has its, you know, it's bad. Like it, it has its tendencies. There are some things out there, you know, that, you know, some spaces out there that may not be as uplifting, you know, social media has had its bad rap before. We we know that. But I love that what you're sharing is like there's a positivity, there's a shift happening in the culture of nursing. That's what I hear as well. Like we're breaking those cycles of like nurses eat their young because that's that's been a thing. Like when I started nursing in 2012, like I was, I was, yeah, it was hard. It was a lot of older nurses. And I started as an LVN. So it was a lot of older nurses. It was a lot of people that were like, you know, what are you doing here? I didn't look like anyone. Like, no, or nobody looked like me. And I was just like, what am I doing here? This is not what I thought it was going to be. But my patients did. And so to see that things are changing, like things are shifting. Um and now we're coming into this new era of like, okay, we're uplifting each other. We're helping each other out. We're trying to get through this. And that's even like why I created my podcast and my platform to continue to pour into the future, uh, pour into the nurses now, the self-care things, the mental health support that we need. Um, and just even as a coach, like that's just that's just been my mission. And I love that we get to do that on this broader platform and get to use our verse, our voices because it's important. It's important to share your voice and to encourage others along the way. And shameless plug, I will go ahead and put that out here. Another way that nurses are sharing their voice is in the new book, Latinas in Nursing. So if you haven't gotten your copy yet, go ahead and snatch that thing up. There is a lot of nurses out here, you know, that are sharing their stories, that are being real about the struggles, about the things that they went through, like Nurse Kalita is sharing now. Like, um, So it, it's a great read, a great resource for anyone that is considering, that may be feeling like, I need something different. Like, sometimes it takes getting out of the circles that we're in. And um, sometimes that means, like, picking up a book following someone positive, unfollowing someone else, like joining a committee. I saw that you're on a committee now, the um, Hispanic yes. uh, Nurses Asso- uh, Association, right? Yeah. NAN. National. NAN. I'm like, is it NAN or is it NAN? But yeah. <laughs> NAN. <laughs> National Association of Hispanic Nurses, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is so mm-hmm. awesome. I think it's really, I went to my first meeting actually, um, early September. It was really rewarding to just be in another space. They were obviously everybody, it's open to anybody, you know, we can have supporters too, but everybody was Latino at the meeting and it was just cool to see other nurses in my area because they have different chapters. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to join one in Houston. 
You should. I'm sure they have one. Yeah. Yeah. I've been looking at it and I'm like, why am I not doing this? Why am I not here? Um, And a lot of the nurses that are in the book are a part of it. And like I was saying, like, we need that healthy community sometimes. So how did you start building up your community during this process? I'm sure community has helped you in some way. How do you have an example of like how communities helped you in your purpose plan and your purpose path? You mean just the people around me? Yeah. Like, you know, just have you had to build a community? Have you had to uh, change your community? Have you had to get out of certain circles? Have How have you, how has your community grown and changed? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it definitely did change. Um, when I started FMP school, mostly because then I was spending all my time with my classmates. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just me and them and the professors and really my husband and my mother. It ended up being and my close cousins that are nearby. And I ended up changing it because before I was going to work, I was getting exposed to other people. And then all of a sudden I kind of created because it was an online school, I created this like little bubble yeah. of a small, very small community, just my classmates my, my and my close family members. Yeah. During, uh, during, I'm getting comfortable here. During certain seasons, you know, you gotta, you have to like protect your, your space. And like you were hardcore in nursing school and maybe even the years afterwards, you're going to, you know, still be hardcore trying to adjust. So maybe your circle is small for a little bit. Um, and that's okay. But I think you're still putting out like the, the encouragement online. And I think that's really important too, because we have that that intermediate circle, right? Like you have your bed. <laughs> you have, my sister uses this analogy of like the the friends, how you rate your friends. Like you have your you have your what are they? The front 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 lawn friends. I'm trying to get it out. <laughs> you have your front lawn friends, then you have your porch friends, then you have your living room friends, and then you have your bedroom friends. You know, you have your friends that are even closer. And so you kind of, you know, you adjust and adapt as necessary and you kind of understand those boundaries. Um, and you know, that's how you 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 protect your space um as well. And so I love when she shares that with me. I'm like, okay. There's different levels to this. So, but I still think community is important. I don't think we talk about that enough in <laughs> nursing school, in the Latino culture, like networking, like is so important, you know? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, so for one of my classes, they had us go into, um, to a CANP, California Association of Nurse Practitioners. They had a conference. So I ended up going there and I feel like that was one of my first uh, networking experiences. And I knew that I was going there to network and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be meeting people, making connections. And it went really well. I, I did. It wasn't, it, it came kind of naturally. Everybody was there to network. So it was yeah. very easy to be like, hi, I'm Kelly. And where do you work? I'm a student like that. Tell me about what you do. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How's that working for you? Hmm. Here's my how, resume. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> I was like, how do I work there with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> it's important. Like you need those things. How are you going to know unless you ask? And yeah. Are they happy where they're working? Exactly. I think that's something of fear that I had to get over with early on in my uh, nursing career. Like it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to be curious. Like it doesn't mean that you're being needy or anything like that. Like how are you going to know unless you know, unless you ask, you don't know what you don't know. So go find out Valen. Like <laughs> that's kind of like redirect those thoughts and, um, and really look to people like, okay, let me, let me find out about this career, about this, maybe the floor that I want to work on or going back to school or like self-care as a mom, like, how are you juggling that, you know, working and career wise and things like that. So I want to pivot a little bit and talk about um, your self-care. How have you been taking care of yourself during this time? And what does self-care mean to you? And have things changed? And um, where do you find yourself now with self-care? Hmm. I feel like for the most part, when I practice self-care, especially these last two years, I've had the luxury of, because the program is online, being at home, if I'm not over at clinicals. And so it's been mostly like the very classical um, self-care, like exercising. I know how important it is. I feel like now even more like as nurses, you know, they tell us, oh, yeah, we need to exercise and be active. But now that I've gone through school, more schooling, and then they drill it in there, like it really does matter. It is important. Yeah, because we're, we're supposed to just be teaching our patients. Yeah, and we have to tell them all these things. And so I'm like, okay, I really do have to like exercise or at least go for a 30-minute walk. Um, and that kind of helps me break up my day too. Like I'll study for periods of time and then I'll go for a walk in the afternoon. Usually usually like around five-ish, I'll, I'll go for a walk when the sun's come down, especially this summer, because it's been really warm over here in California. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so exercise, I also do use the Peloton mm. and that like has really helped me too, because um, it's like, that one's like the vigorous exercise. And so I'm like, okay, getting all my, all my, any anxiety that I have, it's gone after the ride, just endorphins. Yes. Come on. Happy endorphins. We need you. Yes. That. And then a lot of downtime also, um, just like resting by like mm. going out with friends, going out with, um, my spending time with my mom too. I feel like that school has also taught me, you know, like taking care of the elderly, um, you know, it's important how it's, it's shown me how important it is to spend time with elderly family members yeah. because um, I, forget the, I don't remember the name of the study, but basically it was like, if you live closer to, if there's an elderly family member and you spend more time with them, they live longer. Yeah. There's a, but yeah. There's a Netflix episode about that too, like of living to a hundred and a lot of them, the centurion, centurions, centurions, mm. whatever, when they reach a hundred, a lot of the things that they say, I, I watched one episode, but it was like, she was, she was saying like, because she has her family around. She, yeah. she feels like she's, that's how, that's been one of her secrets. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So basically 
exercising, spending time with family and friends. Um, also just kind of relaxing, staying low key, trying to turn off all the things that I'm thinking. Yeah. How do you do it? Teach me. (laughs) (laughs) I just turned the TV on. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. Zone right out. (laughs) No. Um, yeah, no, I just basically, and all the other things like just drinking tea, smelling, like I have, I actually started to grow lavender plants. Oh, cool. Gardening. So I have little activities that I do around that just kind of help me, um, like turn off all the noise that I might be yeah. making. Yeah, it's a lot to be in school and then you know thinking about your career and then like what's next and you know they tell us in the in our studies you know when a patient that is in their 20s 30s a young adult you want to discharge them very quickly because you know they want to get on with life that's important to us at this time like getting on with life our our life goals so having those self-care i think um it's really important, like really being intentional about your self-care. And then especially now with your these these huge changes that are coming. Um, so I'm glad to hear that you're doing, you know, a lot of those things. And it don't have to be overly complicated. It don't have to be less is more sometimes. I think that has like been my self-care. Like less is more because we give so much. Like you're studying, you're getting prepared to care for others. Like, so you don't really, I feel like just having time for quiet time, doing some journaling. Um, like you said, cut, maybe watching my favorite show. I love crime documentaries. That maybe think makes me think too much. So sometimes I got to turn those off too. Like, you know, just being really intentional about my self-care. I don't have to be overly complicated and things like that because it's a lot going on for you. And there is a lot of expectations, maybe pressure, unsaid, unspoken pressure as a Latina nurse. And we were talking about this earlier. Have you ever experienced that? Um, Maybe like family pressure, maybe just the pressure to succeed, the pressure to do, because um, like you were sharing in your bio, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're first generation. So we're breaking cycles. We're the first in our family to do the most, to go the furthest. Has there ever been a pressure to, to, to do and how have you balanced that personally? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's definitely been pressure. Um, and I'm first generation Peruvian American, but I have older siblings who have like gone through college, their, their college experience. They also did it as well. Um, and so I feel like having the older siblings who did it also, I'm like that. I felt like that was even more pressure. I was like, they did it. I have to do it too. And so, um, I feel like just the ways that I've tried to manage all of those feelings is like, well, I have to, in the end, I have to do something that I'm going to be passionate about. Yeah. It can't just be something to check a box or to make somebody else happy. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's what I found nursing was for me. I was like, that's the answer. And it was so nice when I found it because <laughs> there is so much pressure to be like, what are you going to do for like when you're in high school, they're like, 
what are you, where are you going to go to college? What are you going to study? Um, or, you know, or, or in a, if you don't go to four-year college, people might think like, oh, why didn't you go to four-year college first? Why did you go to community college first? Because um, that's what I did. I ended up going to community college, which life hack, you know, it's cheaper. <laughs> um, fame, fame yeah. here. And then, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's way cheaper. Um, so, so yeah, I feel like it was just really important for me to find, I guess, in a way, my own, just know, like be secure in myself that Mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So it needs to be something that I'm passionate about. Um, and, and yeah, I feel like that's how I ended up doing it. Yeah. That's some self-awareness, man. Like. (laughs) Oh, because same here. Um, There was a lot of pressure to excel, to succeed. Education was priority. You know, my parents put, they did a lot, you know, um, half Nicaraguan, uh, half Mexican-American. So both of my sides, they went through a lot. And to come here, to have this opportunity, like I wanted to do a lot. And it felt, it feels like a lot of responsibility. But I hear you saying, like, I had to be self-aware. Like what, what do I need? And in Latino culture, we tend to have like this enmeshment type of thing going on sometimes. Like, you know, we're very um, family focused. We're very like, it's a community and that's a strength of ours. I feel like, like it's very central to our culture, but also like we're at the boundaries. We got to have some boundaries, like, you know, like, I'm different from you, you're different from me, but we come together collectively and we build the population, you know, but I got to know me first. What am I capable of? Is this in my capacity? Is this even what I'm passionate about? Like, you know, and my faith has definitely, like, helped me through that. Like, okay, God, okay, who do you say I am? Who have you created me to be? Really tapping into, like, knowing me better. And it's been a process, like doing the self-care, getting into therapy, learning more about me. Like, okay, I started in nursing thinking I was just going to help people and fix the world. Guess what? It ain't always like that. I'm not going to fix the world. But getting back on track, like how how do I get back on track? What is my passion? I want to help people. So how do I want to do that? So I hear you just saying a lot of self-awareness, like that doesn't always come everyone like so easy so yeah Mm -hmm. you just made me think about too um one of the other reasons that or one of the many reasons that I decided to continue my education was because as a so I was working as an ICU nurse before and it's like putting out fires Mm. actually the patient is severely ill and you're like trying to put out the fire and then when you go to primary care, it's like you're trying to prevent the fire. Yeah. So it's like a different angle. And both of them are just obviously super important. And I was like, now I want to do something different. Pivot into the prevention. <laughs> yes. So they don't get There's that. so many. There's so many opportunities for nurses. Like, I love that. I love that. Prevention is necessary. So if that's your call and do that, sis, do that. So uh, last question before we wrap up, and I I just want to hear from you, like, 
what are what what is something you would tell your younger self, nursing self? Hmm. So much, so much. I would so tell her. I would warn her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would tell <laughs> her to choose nursing right away. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to. So nursing was something that came after after I had already already planned a whole other life, and then I was like, well, this is what I really want to do. So I just feel like it's very important to tell the younger generation that just really be really think about what it is that you want to do. What are you passionate about? And once you find, you think you might've found it, shadow somebody, Mm. you know, because (laughs) then you can really see if that's what you want to do. Know that it's going to be, you know, 12 hour shifts or things, small things that you might not think about by shadowing you and be able to experience some of it, at least see how people treat you when you're in that role Mm. or see how, yeah, see how people treat you in that role and, and see who you interact with on a daily basis, like phlebotomy and respiratory and how many people you're going to be collaborating with. So I think it's really important. That's what I would tell myself because I do wish I had chosen nursing sooner because I would have just been doing this way longer. (laughs) And um, yeah, so at this point, I would say definitely just kind of be reflective about things that you want to do. It'll save you a lot of time. And then um, also take your time, you know. Don't feel rushed that somebody else, if it takes you two years to figure out after high school, like what you want to do, or if it takes you 10 years, some people go into the army and then they decide, well, I think there's, yeah, like people go into the army and then they do professions from there. So there's just so many different avenues you can take. And I feel like what I would tell myself is don't feel rushed Mm. to go into thing just because you have to check a box that's the second time you said checking boxes look we're not out here just on autopilot (laughs) y'all we are growing and glowing through this thing there's gonna be growth there's it's gonna be uncomfortable but we're gonna find the light at the other side we're gonna glow through it as best as we can Mm. you know like we're not just like I love that being super intentional. And the other day I met this amazing lady, like she was so young. Um, she was like, just like, cause I work in an outpatient clinic setting. And so I take my breaks outside and she, um, your story just, it just made me remind, it's so smart, like shadowing, like, uh, what is the word shadow? Like, I didn't even know. So this lady, neither. <laughs> I'm sitting outside and she just randomly comes up to me. She's like, where is this thing? And I'm like, what thing? I'm on lunch. I'm like, I'm trying to eat my food. And then I'm like, let me, she looks lost. Let me help her. And then she's like, oh, I'm looking for this thing. And I'm a student and I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. And so I'm out here just asking people what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, cool. Well, you know, and then we just started talking and she's like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a nurse. This is what I do. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to get in healthcare, I think. So I decided to come to the medical center 
this is where I work, to talk to other people. She didn't even know anybody. She was just up there. And then she was a Latina. She was talking to me in Spanish. I was like, girl, you are so brave. Like, I loved it. That's awesome. See, that's a great idea. Right? I don't think I would have thought about it doing it that way. Okay, I have hope. I have hope after that. Like, we're going to be all right. We're going to make it work. Like the medical, if she gets into some, somebody like that, that's like, okay, I want to do my research. I want to, you know, just not check in boxes, not, you know, like I want to, I want to find out what I really want to do. Like, why am I in this thing? Like, do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to help people. Yeah. So many different ways. Yeah. So That's awesome, Nurse Kelly. I really, really appreciate you just hopping on, being vulnerable with us, just sharing your story, your struggles, um, you know, and anything like that, anything else that you want to share with us today, like anything you want to sign off on just about purpose, about self-care, about just being a Latina nurse. Yes. Oh, yes, because it's Latino Heritage Month. Sorry, I don't know if you guys can hear the noise. I think one of the tra- like the trash people uh, are like, Can you hear it? A little, but not really. No, okay, go ahead, go ahead. They're almost gone. Um, so I, I feel like this month has been, or it just started like five days ago. Um, but last year, I hadn't started my page fully yet. Um, And so I was really excited about what this month was going to bring for us because it's nice to see all of the different posts about Latino Heritage Month and everybody sharing their story. Um, I was so excited also to see the book that you guys, um, that you're featured in. I feel like that's really important to keep sharing with the world so that people can, can know more about Latino stories. And, um, and so I guess I would say, like, as a, as a final message, um, that if it's something, that whatever your career goal you have, if it's something that you truly want, you can do it. You just have to really push forward and don't look back. Mm, yes. If it's something you want, you're going to go for it. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to do it. Yes. Yeah. And just don't look back. Like mistakes. We were talking about mistakes in the past two. Failures happen. Things happen. But it don't it don't make or break you. Like mm-hmm. just keep moving forward. Classic timeless message. Um, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Nurse Kalitha. Where can we find you? Where can we connect with you if we want to find out more about your page, what you're doing, what you got going on? Yes. Um, so I'm over on Instagram. I mostly post on Instagram at Nurse Galita. Um, I do also have a TikTok that sometimes I share stuff in, <laughs> but mostly it's I'm Instagram very heavy on Instagram. That's yes. where I'm trying to build my community and continue to showcase this transitional period that I'm in now, now that I finished FMP school. Yes, friends. And we are wishing you the most 
the best, the best that the best is yet to come. Like just seeing you on Instagram and on social media, like it has opened my eyes. And I love, like you said, seeing all these amazing nurses sharing and just growing the profession, adding to our profession. Like I am inspired by you and I just wish you the very, very best in your journey and beyond. And I hope to have you on again, sharing whatever new thing that you're working on, friend. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Valen. But so, all right, friends, we're going to send her out. Thank you so much. It's been real. All right. Y'all, another amazing episode with another amazing nurse friend. I am so thankful for the words of wisdom that Nurse Kelito was able to share with us, just giving us her perspective and sharing her journey. Y'all, it ain't easy to make pivots in your career. And she had the boldness. She had the mindset, like the self-awareness, like this does not serve me. This is not where I want to be. And that's okay. So I'm going to go over here. I'm going to get into nursing. And just to see the grit, the determination, and then continuing on in nurse practitioner school and now sharing it with others, the struggles, the realness, y'all, that's what this world needs. More nurses and more seats at the table. Anywhere where decisions are being made, nurses need to be there. And that is what Nurse Kelita is, is reflecting and what she's sharing. She's inspiring other nurses to continue to show up. And that's what this platform is all about. So I appreciate everyone that has showed up with us for season four. And if you haven't, go ahead and get your book as well the latinas in nursing book that is out now on amazon platform and i will link that below in our show notes y'all i am so thankful for season four and all the the nurses that have been on y'all it's been real i can't wait till next time make sure you like subscribe and share this episode with a friend and leave me a, a comment let me know your takeaways about this episode i can't wait to see y'all next time bye